the 90s. Well, that's a, a different story. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Oh, it's lovely to see you. Um, and thank you for inviting me along. Yeah, my name's Keith Armstrong, for those who don't know me. I'm the um, project manager for a Christian organisation called Bolton Christian Community Cohesion, which you can see here, which does three main things. We um, support the churches and Christian organisations in Bolton, um, mainly by advertising events and things that are taking place. We do um, a fortnightly email bulletin. If you don't get that email bulletin, you'd like to receive it, please give me your email address afterwards and I'll add you to our mailing list. Um, we also work alongside other faith groups and community groups um, in Bolton um, to develop community cohesion. And we put on different events that bring people together from different backgrounds. And the third thing we do is we coordinate retail chaplaincies um, in Bolton Town Centre um, on Middlebrook Retail Park and hopefully here in Horwich Town Centre which we're hoping to set up soon and it's with that hat that I, I come today and so these are the, the three different um, chaplaincies. Um, this is the team in Bolton Town Centre um, and you can see if you can see the different um, churches that um, people represent there on our team, you'll see that um, it is very ecumenical and it's, it's a wonderful way of churches working together, churches of different denominations working together. Um, and that chaplaincy and the, the one at Middlebrook and also the Horwich Angels were set up by Churches Together groups. When the town centre was set up by the Churches Together in Bolton Town Centre um, and here at um, in Horwich, the two chaplaincies were set up by the Churches Together in Horwich and Rivington um, which Eric was the, the chair of over the, over the last few years um, and do a lot of work in Horwich and they felt that this would be a really good way in which the churches could actually impact the community around where their churches are based um, so that's why they were set up and so those um, few of our team there right so what is retail chaplaincy so what I'm going to do this morning is very quickly I'll give you a whistle top so I use this powerpoint when we have new chaplains joining our team um, so I'll, I'll whisk through parts of it so please excuse me if I go quite quickly um, but first of all you, you might be aware of other chaplaincies so here's um, hospital chaplaincy probably aware of most hospitals have um, chaplaincies um, Bolton Hospital has a really good setup with a chaplaincy who supports the, the people who are there um, who are poorly but also their families as well and even staff um, prison chaplaincy where the chaplains offer a listening ear and spiritual support to the inmates um, at prisons um, and school and college chaplains um, as well which is very very common actually there's lots of schools and colleges have chaplaincies there supporting the, the, the students um, and offering them and listening here. And then there's workplace chaplaincies. So um, there's a few examples here. Police chaplaincy you may have heard of, um, where the police chaplains will support police officers who've perhaps been in a difficult situation. They may have been at the scene of an accident or something like that, and it's very upsetting, and so they want someone to talk to. Um, sports chaplaincy, you may be aware of Phil Mason, who's the club chaplain at Bolton Wanderers, and here he is with Moamba, um, Fabrice Moamba, who you remember had that incident at Tottenham, some of you might have seen, where he collapsed on the pitch. Um, and Phil was a real support to Fabrice through that and went down to London to the hospital and support his family. But also sports chaplains support not just the players, they also support um, all the staff that work at the club. Um, and this is us. There's one of our chaplains, Dorothy, who just recently retired from her role, actually. Um, and that's retail chaplaincy. And what we do is we offer a listening ear to people who work 
in Bolton Town Centre or um, Horwich Town Centre of Middlebrook. And so if any of the staff are going through a time of illness, bereavement, worry or concern, and they want to talk to someone who's not linked to work or family, that's what we're there for. Very often it's just a good morning, how are you doing, and have a, a smiley face. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that now. Um, there's lots of different types of retail chapters around the country. Um, when I started um, nine years ago now, um, I'd never heard of a retail chaplaincy. I didn't know what it was. But there are lots of different places. Luton is a brilliant one. If you go on Luton Town Centre Chaplaincy's website, which I did when I started and pinched a lot of their ideas, you'll see it's a really good setup. Um, there's Bob in the corner here. He does that at Ashton. He actually doesn't have a team. He just goes on his own. He's a, an ex-vicar. Um, that's in the top right-hand corner. In Scotland, they have a, a huge setup of retail chaplaincy. It used to go into factories, but um, now has moved into retail parts, things like that, a bit like at Middlebrook. And um, in the bottom corner here, this is Birmingham. And in Birmingham, lots of different workplace chaplaincies, all different types of workplace chaplaincies, are actually kind of linked together, which I think is a, a great setup. Right, so this is what we do. Just have a sip of water. Keep telling me on the news, you've got to drink a lot in the next few days. <laughs> right. So, so we're, as I said, we're a retail, it's a type of workplace chaplaincy. Um, we say retail, it's not just shops, it's also um, things like places like cafes, restaurants, even um, solicitors we go into as well, so other businesses, but mainly retail shops. And we offer a listening ear support to those who work in town centre, Middlebrook, and also hopefully in Horwich Town Centre as well. Um, and we're available to people of all faiths and none, so we're available to everybody. And we have close links with other chaplaincies, like the university chaplaincy and the hospital chaplaincy I know very well. Um, and this, I always um, put on our talks for new chaplains, this very important question. This, is it an opportunity for evangelism and preaching? Um, and I, I always say, first of all, no. However, because if you, if you went into shops or businesses and you were kind of preaching to them, then straight away they'd be saying, well, we don't want you to come again. You know, that would happen. However, we really do feel that we are evangelising by the way that we speak to people, our demeanour, and the way that we care, and the way that we share God's love with people. And it's, it's really important in sharing that joy. In fact, um, I think I've got it here. I was reading this morning a devotional, actually, and I love this. Um, it's um, from the, the Word for Today. Um, it's something they produced um, during the pandemic, actually. Um, there's a hundred days, different things in here. And it's, this morning's was, um, be joyful. And the verse was, you should go out with joy. And I really felt that as I came in here, actually. You are really joy, a group full of joy. I can just see that straight away. And it says, every morning say, today I will go out with joy. That'll set, set your attitude straight. Generally speaking, there are three kinds of people, which I thought this was interesting. Those who feel bad about feeling good. They believe we're not supposed to be happy, just responsible. Number two, those who rain on your prayer because your joy bothers them. Often these folks have been hurt by life and anger simmers just beneath the surface. And three, those who lift your spirit and breathe life into you. I can tell you guys have definitely fit into that category. You say, but doesn't the Bible tell us believers are supposed to be different from non-believers? Yes, but not negatively different, positively different. Um, and and I, I thought that was lovely, and I think that's kind of what we try and do. So when we do go and visit people in shops and businesses, we, look, we want to share God's love and the joy. Um, what's interesting there is that picture there, that's um, me with Mr. Khan in, on the market um, in Bolton Town Centre. And I remember the very first day when I was actually going on the market, which nine years ago, and introducing myself to um, the staff on the market and the traders there. 
And um, if you've ever been to the food part on the market, there's a lot of stalls and a lot of kind of corridors going up and down. So I thought, right, I better make sure that I don't miss anybody. I'll go up and down, up and down, and, and make sure I see everybody. And I got to um, one trader, and they're just so wonderful, wonderful people that you meet, you know, and really great characters. And, and I said to him, oh, I'm Keith Armstrong, I'm from the Bolton Town Centre Chaplaincy. He says, um, I know you are, you were here 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> to, which, to which I said, oh, I'm really sorry, I, I must be lost. And as quick as you like, he said, well, if the Bolton Town Centre Chaplain's lost, there's no hope for the rest of us. <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. But you do meet some lovely, lovely people, you know, you really, really do. Um, doing this role. Um, so, you might think, why why set up a retail chaplaincy in the first place? Um, well, I love this verse. Actually, this is actually from Ephesians um, chapter 5, verse 2, in a, a, my living Bible, which is what, what I use. Um, and it's got nice, nice, easy words for me to understand, I think. But this is how they put it, live a life filled with love with others and for others. And I think that's that's what we're all about, really, you know, in sharing that love, sharing God's love with other people. Um, and so you often find that our volunteer chaplains are often those people who you know in your church congregation, the ones who are like on the welcome team, you know, the ones who go and visit, they just have a heart for other people. That fits perfectly um, for this role. And hopefully after I've finished um, speaking this morning, you might think you might be able to support us by praying for us. You might be able to want to share or tell people about what we do. You may even think, oh, actually, I could, I'd like to actually have a go or find out more about being um, a volunteer chaplain myself. Um, so that's the main reason. But for businesses, there's ever-increasing pressures on staff and shops and businesses. The changes in where people shop over the last 20 years has been incredible, you know, for a move towards internet shopping and also um, out-of-town shopping centres like Middlebrook. So it's really, you know, so such a change now, and particularly town centres like the size of Bolton Town Centre, you know, which is huge, um, and it just can't sustain um, the number of businesses it used to. And also the um, the type of businesses changed. Now, a lot of the large stores have moved out. Um, so it's it's really a lot of pressures and stresses, as you'll, as you'll have heard yourself over many years on the news about... Um, and it's not just here in Horwich and Bolton. It's all over the world, actually, where this has happened. Um, the staff are really under pressure to meet um, pro- make profits and meet targets. Um, and they get pressure from... What happens is head office will put pressure on the manager, the manager then puts it on the rest of the staff. You know, you, you see that everywhere. Um, so dealing with difficult customers, this is amazing. I, I, I mean, I was astounded when you hear some of the stories that the staff will tell you about how the customers treat them, you know, particularly around Christmas time when they go in and there's no, they want to buy a certain item, they've not got it in stock, and they just blame the staff member. You know, it's not their fault. Um, but it's incredible, really, and that happens so much. So they really do need someone else to offload to. Um, the uncertainty of the positions, this happens now. Zero hours contract is very common now in um, restaurants and cafes. Often you'll find staff that have turned up to do a shift. They're not busy, so the manager will send them home. So they just do an hour and they don't get paid for the whole shift. You know, I mean, how can you run your life like that and pay mortgages and things when you don't know how many hours you're going to be working during the week? Um, and also, just like all of us, um, stresses of personal and family life, you know, just like all of us, that everybody has those. Um, I, I always feel that um, with um, Christian mission, most Christian missions are aimed at supporting those of a, who have a real obvious need, like those in poverty, those that are poor, poorly, those that are lonely, and rightly so, and that's definitely what we should be doing. But there aren't many that actually are missions and support to the everyday you and me, you know, as people who don't seem to have an obvious need, but this does that. You know, this is a great opportunity and a real accepted way in which Christians can actually go into the community and support the community um, as best they can. 
Um, so I'll look about it. Um, and so how do we do it? This is what we do, and I'll zoom through this. Um, we have a management team, which Eric is part of our management team. Thank you for all your support, Eric. Um, and we also come under a charity called Greater Manchester Industrial Mission, which is based at Trafford Park in Manchester, and they've supported people in the workplace, and for many years they do things like job clubs, um, redundancy support, and things like that, and training, um, English le- um, lessons, um, IT, maths, and things like that. But also, they um, oversee quite a lot of chaplaincies, like the police chaplaincy, the chaplaincy at the airport they have a link with as well, um, and various other workplace chaplaincies like at Oldham. Um, and they also provide funding and training. Um, so the, fun, the funding we get from mainly from church um, denominations. So the Methodist Church, the Anglican Church, and the URC give us funding, as well as other grants. And also the churches together in Horwich and Rivington um, provide us um, a grant as well, um, which really helps. And that pays for my salary, mine's a paid part-time role. Um, all the volunteers are volunteers, but it also pays for things like our... Um, equipment and uniforms we'll show you in a minute um, so this is what we do so this is the main thing we have regular visits so each of our volunteer chaplains is given a set of shops um, so it might just be one row of shops and the idea is that they visit those shops and the staff in those shops perhaps just once a week or even once every fortnight so that's why it's a lovely volunteer role because um, it really gives a volunteer an opportunity to choose when they go in and how long they go in for usually it's once or once a week or once every fortnight for about an hour and a half to two hours, something like that. But it does give you that opportunity. We just had one starting in Bolton. She said, I'm going to come in twice a week because she has a lot of time and she's, you know, she's going to go twice a week for two hours. Um, one of our chaplains just comes in once for an hour every two weeks. You know, And the day that you come on as well um, is up to you. Um, if you go on the same day every week, what you do is you find that you get to know staff really, really well and very quickly because uh, you see the same staff. But there'll be certain staff who work in the shop that you never see. Um, but so if you come on different days, then you won't see everybody as often, but you will see um, a variety of staff. You'll see more staff. So, But it is completely up to um, our volunteers when they actually go out. Um, they all wear um, our uniform, which um, unfortunately is bright red, which puts quite a few people off. Um, it was bright red when I started. We haven't changed it. We're thinking in Bolton, I've just changed it towards navy blue, really. But um, at the moment, we've got these bright red uniforms. Examples here. This is a fleece. There's a Horwich Angels fleece. We've got the, the T-shirts like this, which you can probably wear for about four or five days a year in England, and it's nice. Actually, this week I might be able to wear this quite a bit. Um, and jackets, like this. Big jackets. There's an Horwich Angel jacket when it's cold. Probably wear this for ten months of the year in Horwich. And we all always have our leaflets that we give out so we make sure that all the shops have those um, and they put them in the staff rooms and things like that so people are aware of what we do um, and we take a little notebook around with us now in here we don't write down anything because everything people tell us and offload to us is confidential so we wouldn't write that down um, but it's good for names because names is a, is a real tricky thing as Jackie gets so many people so remembering people's names is really important um, so we have that as well um, and that's what we are we're there to be a listing ear so that's what it's all about. It's definitely a kind of counselling kind of role. We're not trained counsellors, but it's like the the level one of counselling, the listening skills. That's what it's it's um, all about, really. And just letting people, giving people a chance to offload. And very often, just that opportunity just to offload to somebody who's not linked to a core family can just make a massive difference and stop things getting worse um, at that point. So that's really, really important. That's what we're all about. Um, so being a good listener is so important. 
Um, but also what we can do is support people is signpost people. So we have our signposting booklet, and this booklet um, contains the details of many services and support groups in Bolton. Um, for example, for job support, for care for the health, elderly, mental health support, counselling services, things like that are all in here, um, Christian and non-Christian. Um, so um, we can signpost people. And so we don't try and, if anyone has a, a difficulty or problem, we don't try and solve it for them. We try to help them to solve it themselves or to help it themselves. Um, but signposting is really, really important. We also give things like cards, um, get well cards, bereavement cards. We have a really lovely bereavement booklet, actually. So if a family member has um, lost one of their family, then the bereavement booklet can be really helpful. Um, we always say we're available to pray for people. Um, and also our chaplains are all, always fine to share their faith if they're asked about it. Um, but we do say we're available to pray for people. It doesn't happen very often. But every now and again someone might say, oh, can you just pray for my dad who's really poorly? Or can you pray for me? I'm going through this. I'm going to have an operation. And so you wouldn't probably just pray there, although one of our chaplains did that once, actually just prayed in the shop with somebody. Um, but you probably pray for them in your own time. And one, sometimes you can kind of go into a different area and pray for them. Um, so we do. We are there to, available to pray. And make sure our leaflet makes that very clear as well, that we can pray for people. Um, and we sometimes get involved in other events in the areas. So here's a few examples like carol singing. Um, treasure hunts are really good that get people to go around different shops and businesses. Um, and we try and participate in events around um, the town. These are mainly the town centre ones, but in Horwich there's a lot of things like the Horwich Festival that we try and get involved with. Um, and the um, Iron Man, things like that, that actually comes through Horwich um, and try and support. So there's things, but I won't go through all those now. Okay, it's good having that clock there. It keeps me on time. <laughs> I might be here till 3 o'clock. Uh, there you go. That, I, I do the thought of the day on the on Bolton FM. If you ever listen to that, um, I don't do it every day. Just do it every oh, for a whole week for um, a few a few times a year. Um, right now, then, yeah, this is this is the most important. Right? The, the town centre quiz. Now, I know that many of you might around live around Horwich area, and you might not go into Bolton town centre. So I do apologise that the shops on here are actually um, in the town centre. But we'll see. We'll have two teams here. So, so Sean, are you going to be? You can be captain on this side. Yes, this is one team. Um, Eric, can you be captain on, on that team there? So, um, don't shout out who you think you know it. Um, what you've got to do is see if you can tell me which shop you think this is. Um, so, we'll start with this team A, here, Sean's team. So, what are you going to go for? Uh, what do you reckon? Green Alshes. If you're not Greg's, Green Alshes. There you go. Brilliant. Yeah. What's interesting about the reason I put this picture on is. Um, because when they were doing a lot of work in the town centre, they have an open door policy, and they were doing a lot of um, the the floors. Um, they would completely change the pavement, so there was dust everywhere, and all the dust was going in there, and it was driving the staff mad. You know, so we all want to offload. So anyway, well done, team A, got that right. Oh, didn't hear a cheer. Let's hear a cheer. Yay. What a what a rowdy lot. What a rowdy lot. Right, okay then. So this team now, team B. Alright. What, what are you going for there? Interesting this one. I'm hearing Beals and Whitakers. Yeah, I'll give you that, because it used to be Whitakers. Then it became Beals, and then it closed again. It's actually closed. One of our chaplains um, was a support for Beals for a long time and went and really helped them through their redundancy and so um, and managed to arrange with the council to get them places somewhere else. Many of them went to Debenhams, which has actually since closed. <laughs> so, um, Right, back up. So it's 1-1. I could see you now. What about this one? It's a tricky one. 
What are you going for? Water stones. Oh, yes. Hey. Now, I put this on because this is one of the shops that we don't go into. And so at Horwich Town Centre, we at the moment don't go into any. We were hoping to start a few years ago. So there's many shops we don't go into. So in Horwich Town Centre with the Horwich Angels, we want to start going into new shops and businesses. And so that's why that one's on there. Okay, it's 2-1. Right back over to our thing. Right. Oh, well, this one. World Corps, is that what's Let's go. World Corps, yeah, let's hear a cheer from Team B. Yeah, much more less today, it's on that side. Not quite as rowdy as this lot. Yeah, 2 2. Will In Will put that on there because now the, the shop, the numbers of staff have reduced so much in these big stores. Sometimes there's just one person on the whole of that top floor, one or two people. You know, they have real trouble with um, shoplifters and things. Um, oh, right. What about this one? It's 2 2. Back over to Charles T. Marks and Spencers? Yeah, well done. Marks and Spencers. Marks and Spencers, um, really interesting. They, they had a really good setup of their own human resources um, team for many, many years. But many of the large stores they don't have those people in place. And usually it's just a phone number on the wall that you have to ring if you're going through difficulties. So that's why many management now really do appreciate us going in because it gives that face to face contact, you know. Um, and just recently we've got a new chapel in Bolton Town Centre and we go into Marks and Spencers and in, at Middlebrook I've been going into Marks and Spencers for quite a few years now so that's good right 3-2 back over to Team B um, oh about that one Bolton Market Bolton Market yes well, you're good at this you're good at I'm, I'm impressed yeah you're really good at this um, yeah there's many traders on there this, this is interesting because um, it's in the market, the traders, usually you're speaking to the manager of that business. You know, right? It's very different to going into Asda, where you speak to a lot of the staff there. Um, and in, Bo- in Horwich Town Centre, it's very like that. There's a lot of independent shops in Horwich Town Centre where you will actually speak in first-to-first to the manager. Um, so, right, three, three. Right, we need another, what about that? HSBC. HSBC. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow, you're on the ball, you are. Um, yeah, HSBC banks is a tricky one for us to go in as chaplains, you know, because um, obviously there's queues there, people who are talking about things that are confidential, so, it, so we don't go into many of the, the, the banks. So it's, we're always looking at ways in which we can connect. When I go into Barclays to put a check in or something, I always chat to the staff there whilst I'm queuing up. Um, but it, it's a tricky one. So it, not all businesses you can go into, it's not as easy as some. Um, right back up to this side. Bon Bon Marche. Yeah, Mom Marshall. Yeah. Got to know the staff really well. Um, all right, this one. Oh, a tricky one here for Team A. Ooh. It's a cafe. Oh, it's a tough one, that. They don't know. What do you think? Oh, that's a bit of a clue, isn't it? A bit of a clue. Tiffany's. No, I can't give you that one. I can't give you that one, unfortunately. So it's still four on. But put that on because we do go into lots of cafes and restaurants as well. So it's not just shops. I mentioned that earlier. And, um, right, what about this one? But this could be to win it. You're going for Oxfam? Oxfam? Bernardo's! Oh, blew Chance to win it and you blew it there. You blew it. Can't believe it. What a chance. It's a draw. It's 4-4. Well, there's a big chance for me there. I put that on the charity shops are really, really interesting, actually, because in charity shops, many of the staff there are volunteers, and they have issues themselves, and that's why they're working in charity shops. Some are there because they're lonely, and they want to um, 
who have contact with people. Some are there because they're claiming benefits and they have to do voluntary work. And so you find that many staff have um, issues that they want to talk about. And so we get really, really good relationships with charity shops. I know there's quite a few charity shops in Horwich. So if we get going with the Horwich Angels, then hopefully we'll be able to meet a lot of them. Um, and finally, um, how you can help us, we'd really appreciate it if you're able to um, provide us with your, your contact details so we can put you on our mailing list or we can tell you the bulletin that we do. Um, if you're involved in a mission yourself and you'd like us to advertise things, then please give us your contact details so we can actually signpost to your mission that you're involved in. Um, and please feel free to give out our flyers and tell people about what we do. And finally, look, you might want to become a retail chaplain. So if you would like to think, oh, I'd like to find out more about that, um, we'll give questions now. But afterwards, I'll be hanging around. I've got lots of leaflets to give out. Um, and if you'd like to come and shadow one of our team and, and have a see how it works, um, because hopefully by September, we'll have two or three chaplains in Horwich Town Centre visiting the shops there. That's what we'd love to happen. That's our real vision. Um, and I know that because many of you are based here and your church is so close to the town centre, it's just a great opportunity. Um, so if you are interested, please speak to me um, again um, afterwards and um, I can arrange for you to come and visit us and tell you more about it. Um, finally, we have um, prayer support teams and so if you're uh, able to pray for us, we would really appreciate that. Our prayer support team doesn't meet together separately, they just pray for us in their own prayer group. So if you have a prayer, prayer group here, we'd love you to pray for us and the, the work that we do. Um, and I mentioned Bolton Christian Community Cohesion and our bulletin. If you'd like to receive that bulletin, then please um, give me your email address afterwards and I'll put you on our mailing list. Um, and if you've got any events you want to advertise in it, please let us know. Um, we won't do the questions now, but thanks so much for having me this morning. It's been lovely to talk to you. And it really is a lovely mission to be involved in. You know, I really do. I'm, I, I love being involved in it. And so thank you so much for allowing me the chance to share this morning. I almost kept the time, four minutes over, that's not bad for me actually. <laughs> I've been kicked out of places before now. <laughs> Thanks very much Keith, it'll take me a long time to get over the disappointment of us getting that last question wrong, but never mind. Um, yeah, but Keith said, he'll be around afterwards, so if you'd like to have a chat with him, Feel free. If, if you do express an interest, it doesn't mean you then just get dropped in it. Uh, you, you can go around with one of the chaplains, uh, see what you think then. You can try it out for a bit, see how you feel. You know, so, so just, you can just dip a toe in the water and see how it goes. Uh, let's pray, shall we? Father, I just want to thank you for the work that's being done by, by your people in these chaplaincies uh, in uh, Bolton and Middlebrook and we hope soon Horwich as well. And Lord, just pray that you'll call the right people to this work. Uh, and grant that as, as they just show the love of Jesus by talking to people, listening to them, praying for them, uh, Lord, there'll be opportunities to, to share you and people will come to know you through this ministry uh, and you'll bring comfort to those who are really struggling in these difficult times. For Jesus' sake, amen. Okay, thanks for that, Keith. Um, our next song, um, the previous song, In Christ Alone, we all know well. This one might be new to a lot of us, but I'm sure that... Uh, why do we do it? Well, when we show love to other people, like being involved with the chaplaincy and, and going and talking to people and, and, and hearing where they're at, their, their struggles and, and pressures and everything else, we're just imitating Jesus. We're following his example. Let's think about the life of love that Jesus lived. The Bible says that he went about doing good. But the love that Jesus 
showed was even more than just going about doing good, healing people, helping people, caring for people. He did something more. Who did he do it for? I'll just read again part of the verse I read a moment ago. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Jesus did it for us. Well, what did he do? He says it gave, he gave himself up for us. What did that involve? It's a rather vague phrase, isn't it? Gave himself up for us. Well, it said he gave himself up as a sacrifice. Now, when we think of a sacrifice, you might, you, we might think of something like, you know, I, 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 I chose to go and, what, go, go and visit somebody rather than watching my favourite TV programme. That was a sacrifice. Uh, I, 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 I chose to help somebody rather, rather than go and, go and watch Bolton Wanderers. And that was a sacrifice. But what Jesus did, of course, was a lot more than that, because in the Bible time, talk about sacrifice, you're thinking about uh, some sort of temple and an altar and an animal being put on the altar and sacrificed, being killed to pay for sin. That's what Jesus did for us. And he wasn't put on an altar, he was put on a cross. The ultimate sacrifice, agonising Humiliating because only criminals, the worst criminals, hung. Glory. Glory.